I think it's going to rain and it's going to stop. This is I Am a Griefist, a childhood cancer grief journey podcast. I think we are live. Good morning. Good morning. So that was pretty amazing. 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 Yes. Chris? Yes. Oh my gosh. And because she's like about the same time after, you know, the amount she of said time six and a half passed. years. Yeah. Her daughter passed and we're at six years for us. Yeah. It's amazing to see some of the same feelings that she's going through that we are going through right now too just yes yes. like very similar everything like I mean the way she spoke was so eloquent was so strong strong like she didn't I didn't see her break at all you know but I don't know if I expected anything but her story was so heartbreaking yes like the turmoil the Having, you know, the decision to not share that, oh, my God, that her daughter was going to pass with the kids. Like, everything about it was like, I never even thought of that. And how strong you must be to have to endure all of that. Yeah. But I think I told you, like, your sister, every time somebody would tell her, every time we would say how strong she is, she would say, I don't have a choice. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy that what you have to deal with as a parent, as a mother for these kids. Well, you always say horrible. I would do anything. I would do anything for my children. But we don't believe you. (laughs) You're saying as kids, you don't believe that your parent would do anything. Yeah. Well, because if if you did, I would have had that chocolate before bed. (laughs) Wait a minute, but you're still trying to keep your kids healthy. And as much as she said, because Jess said exactly the same thing, she fed them healthy. They were athletic. It seemed like everything that they were doing was right. Right. And still, she ended up with cancer. And she's a twin. Who doesn't have it. Who didn't get it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's just mind-blowing. It is. It's just a mind-blowing story. How does that happen? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, with Kelly, I felt like she wanted to attribute certain things to maybe it was this or maybe it was this. And if it was environmental, all of Chris's kids would have had it or they would have had it. Right. So why was hers different? Yes. What's the science behind where this so originates? I wonder I wonder in the cancer research where they're at in that because I know that with the, with the baby they had all kinds of like questionnaires that they had that they did for the father they did for the grandparents right. they did for her genetic yeah, all, all, all the things sure. yeah to try to I I don't think it had to do with that but I just went in recently and they asked me to be a part of some kind of genetic things but I don't know if it had anything to do with the baby oh well. Here's the other thing, too, is Anna had AML. Yes. Which is super rare. And the two guests we've had on have been AML. For sure? Yes. Oh. One was baby, baby, and one was 15 years old. And this is an adult cancer. And they both cancer. said the same thing, yeah, that it was an adult cancer. What the uh, hell? Uh, yeah. And sometimes it's after they get that after they've had chemotherapy right so how does that happen what these the kids fuck? are not right oh amazing amazing as kids you have full control over everything that's been going on like charlie sort no. of come on charlie well, wasn't go, anywhere but no but if like let's say i went over to grandma's house and she gave me candy from mexico I don't think that's what I'm they just did, saying, though. though. I know. Well, the only thing I can think of is like, gosh, do you remember one of the kids opened up one of those, the glow things? Oh, the glow sticks and actually broke it? Yeah. Broke it and drank some. <gasps> Which kid did that? The baby? No. There's certain things that you go, oh my gosh. How bad could that have been? And it's no Sticking way. things up your nose. Right? Like There's your body always... trying to fight it off. And yes. it creates, I don't know, something. So but... you just don't know. You don't know what they... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Weird. So you might, you might not just be 
totally aware of what the kids are doing at every single moment of their lives is all I'm saying. Yes. And if you're entrusting them to like spend the night at grandma's or spend the night at their aunts and uncles, shit. There was one time where we were here and I was with the baby and we were hanging out and it was just she and I. And I was like, hey, mama, there's I know there's candy in grandma's room. You want to go get some? And she was like, yeah, let's go get some. So let's go sneak. OK, OK, OK. Right. So I'm all just fucking playing innocent with it. Her mom's not giving her candies. And I'm like, shit, let's just go take advantage of this opportunity. I go and she nearly fucking chokes on it. You remember that? <laughs> That's what she gets. And I don't know if I told anybody. Because <laughs> I, I fucking freaked out. <laughs> so you think you know what's happening. You may not truly know well, is and, all I'm saying. Hick, how many kids have had that candy? They sell that for kids. They sell that for adults. And I not know. everybody gets cancer. I from it so it's not like they go hey anybody who had this bag of cans candy you know with this you know the numbers on it that coincide with all these kids that had cancer that just didn't exist yeah and then how do you explain the, the twins mm-hmm. they doing everything together mm-hmm. the identical twins mm-hmm. they were born identical so mm-hmm. how does it happen to one and not the other yeah you're the ones that we had talked about before yeah that had the same cancer as the baby yes Wilms 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 yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and they were identical and one of them got the cancer and one of them didn't so how does that make it identical I then I how know. does it they I had they were born with the same cells I don't know. and they I were always together right? always together they right. said if one got this the other one got it right so it's it's crazy. It is crazy. I don't I can't explain it. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a researcher. I think our scientists and researchers don't even know what they're doing right. either yet. No, we're getting there, I mean, but they're I hear, trying. Yes, I hear but that there's they are not getting... enough money in pediatric and cancer that's research. Whole, that's the whole thing. Get it's it together, money, right? people. We need to we need to spend more money on that. And I don't know how we we can get there because this private stuff is just it's not enough it's not it enough. really isn't enough it's not and everything else that's been going on like what chris is trying to do is just oh, make life Anna's just a little house. bit easier oh my yes gosh. for the kids that are battling just a little bit because i mean it was bad enough we had a four-year-old but a teenager 14 gosh ugh, that was all about how she looks it's all about her friends uh-huh. school social social that's we all start and she was athletic Mm -hmm. so she not only had her classmates she had her teammates yes Yes. but then on top of that you would think like her body would have been able to you know fight off all this stuff and it still depleted the fuck out of her yes so we talked about with the baby too the baby was like i remember her brother would get asthma and he would be when he got sick he was pretty sick but her, she would get a sniffle one day and the next day she was fine. How come her cells couldn't fight off the cancer? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> it's just awful. It's so awful. And it hurts us and pains us every time we meet a new family that has had to deal with this shit. But I feel so honored to have met Chris yes. and to get to know Anna mm-hmm. through Chris and the family and... Like, like please support if you can. Absolutely. Anything, anything that you can, Anna's please support Pals. that cause. Org. Yes. Because hopefully it's going to be not just, I mean, they're starting with the Boston area because mm-hmm. it's close to the mm-hmm. hospital where she went sure. to. Sure. But that would be amazing. It would be amazing for, you know, for it to, to be. To grow. Yes. To uh-huh. grow and to be in other states. And mm-hmm. of course, and having some place by the beach. Thank goodness you were there. Mom, because I found yeah. the, the most comfort. I mean, the first couple of nights when when the baby had to spend the night at the hospitals and we were closer to your house because we were closer to LA, to LA hospital. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't even explain to you what kind of comfort I felt just having the window open and being able to hear the, the waves, the waves and the breeze and the. The even the smells, I think, were even cl- there's just it's <sighs> like she said, it's very like cleansing, it's very it's just cleansing, comforting, calming. calming. Yeah, I remember you saying that too when yes. we had lived. So, we lived in an apartment that was literally on the beach, yes. like the back area was not was even the cliff a, yeah. to the sand. Yep, so you can open my patio doors and go on the patio and just listen and watch the waves because you can see the pier right from right. the balcony. Mm-hmm. So it was when we would have the baby in the hospital and 
we would want to visit, there was a surgery, there was something, there wasn't room for us in the hospital to sleep there. We would just drive home. We would all just lay out mattresses or whatever in the living room because it was a tiny ass apartment. But like we would leave that back window or that those black back sliders open to the patio and you would just hear the waves crashing all night long and you were like sometimes Wonderful. you were like i don't know how i was able to sleep but i think it was because of the waves in the back because, of that. because yeah. you're so stressed out from you know the hospital visits the treatments the surgeries whatever yes. they are that that was was like you needed that to be able to rest for the next day so if you have that and these kids are going through this treatment and they can go to this place some place of solace some place of community exactly and and it's sensitive to their immune immune systems is just gonna have that set up so that the friends can be there the family can Mm -hmm. be there it's safe anna's pals Mm -hmm. wonderful idea i i can't wait for that to explode yeah yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, but her story and her just overall, I was just like, uh, like I couldn't, like she just amazed me. Like yes. I was in awe of just what she's had to go through, what the families had to go through, the mm-hmm. siblings. I hope one of them one day reaches out and wants to share their story because I still need a sibling. If you know of any siblings that want to share their story, <laughs> I want to hear from you. But I know it affects everybody. It does. So I want that it perspective. Does. I want to hear how it's affected everybody. But, you know, to help somebody, not because I really want to go through that sadness of having to learn how deeply it impacted somebody. Yes, it was nice to hear from Angelina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the anger part of it, mm-hmm. um, maybe she didn't get it as bad as I think that maybe other siblings mm-hmm. have had it as as bad as us. Really. I mean, we saw we saw the emotions on the baby's brother. And Chris walked us through a little bit of of Anna's brother, Will. But Will is a twin. Mm-hmm. Not just a brother, but a twin. There's like a special connection with yes. twins that we just will never comprehend. Right. So that on top of it, I'm just, oh, my heart. Mm-hmm. My heart. It's just, it's just incredible that we can take this pain and do something good for other people like unless you've been through it you won't know anything about it exactly you can hear about it you can feel sorry for it. somebody yeah read a book yeah and you can say oh my gosh that's oh so that's bad. so sad yeah <laughs> but when you go through it oh it's a different story yeah it's the hardest thing that you've ever had to go through yeah and right now i can say nothing com- nothing compares to it so yeah. something happens i go eh Right. On the spectrum of issues, this is a non-issue compared to what we've had to go through. We'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've been through worse. We'll be fine. And I use that perspective in nearly everything I do. It it is like that now. It's like like changed. My Mm -hmm. perspective is forever changed. Mm -hmm. In the grand scheme of things. This is is nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is nothing. Oh, my. But Anna. Oh, Anna. I'm going to go do the BMH. Good. I don't know if there's drives around us or if we can just, like, mail something so, in. I have to do some research, but I want to do, do the match. I think you can actually check Didn't with. Didn't we try that, though, like, on one of the drives? You. Yes. Uh-huh. Did I do it? I don't think you did. Why? I don't know why. Oh. I don't know why. I thought I tried. I don't know why you didn't. I know it was just a signature on a card. and It was just a signature on a card? That's all you had to do at the time. And uh-huh. then they were just going to do the swab. So I remember signing something, but I never got a swab. So I don't know. Maybe you don't remember. Mm. So I'll if they haven't again. called you. Yeah, if they haven't called you, it's because they're not looking for you yet. <laughs> but I know for me, it was I was way past the edge. I shouldn't say way past well, Chris, i was past the age well, of Chris being able said to that help. it was also that you didn't have a pregnancy so that's still me like i haven't right. had a pregnancy i didn't know so anything I, about i, I think be... i just went through and it said it, you can't be older than this age and i'm like eh so Bye. then i didn't read the rest yeah <laughs> so i didn't read the rest of it anymore but you do want to and especially i know i shared the story with chris but especially when you hear that you know they have problems finding matches for the kids it's not that it's easier mm-hmm when they're older or as an adult, it's not easier. But with the the kids, I think there's more of a, like, the anxiety is higher because we're talking about a young life. Yeah. And so you want to do anything you can 
And if it's as simple as trying to find a match for this child, I mean, I know it's probably the same time that you remember signing that form. I was telling everybody, you guys need to, yeah, you need to sign up for that. We didn't know what we were young, in for. Our young yeah. cousins and nieces and nephews. I, I just said, you need to sign up for it. Go give blood, give platelets if you can, because the baby needed it. But sign up for that because you just never know who you're going to match with. You yeah. don't know who you're going to save. So, yeah, that's just... Uh. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's an amazing story, and it's amazing what she's done with trying to honor her child. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it's yeah. turning into something positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's always that. of need. You know, she needed it. It would have been so helpful for Anna yeah. to have it. So let's do it for someone mm-hmm. else to mm-hmm. benefit other kids that are like, exactly like how their daughter we've is. been through it we recognize the need for exactly. it and wish what we wish we would have had to support right. these kids so why not try to make that happen so that these this next family doesn't have to go through how what we cool went through is that chinese night oh <laughs> <laughs> to have it because you know what you get hospital food it's so cool when somebody comes in and does something different like you have the pizza night yeah and it's right now i mean if you haven't been through it that means nothing because yeah. you can have pizza anytime you want right, to. Right. But in the hospital, to have like a pizza something day, different, to yeah. have a ice cream Sunday day, that uh-huh. that would be something you'd go, you know, especially when you're sitting there months. The baby had to yeah. be at that one hospital months yeah. where she would go, you know, oh my gosh, Tuesday is this. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And for you'd them, look it at was the menu a, and yeah. go, oh, that again. Yeah. But the this, you could look forward to it. I feel like we should have Chinese food tonight. Right. We should. <laughs> we should. But that was like, you That's know, so it's, awesome. it is. It's awesome. It is. It's very awesome. And it sounds like um, Boston Children's Hospital did really good by them. One of the better hospitals. I'm so. surprised you didn't Google anything. I, know. I couldn't help myself. So it's weird, but you do have to, if you trust the doctors, of course, and there's where we fail. We don't trust <laughs> anybody. We don't trust anybody. Well, I think what, what Chris would, had mentioned is that she was really fortunate that she had a great yes. connection with uh-huh. this doctor in her network, right? That she was able to ask the questions to uh-huh. have the resource. And we just went in and we didn't know anybody. Oh, no. It's, you're right. We didn't know anybody. But as far as I'm concerned, I live by this mantra. Trust. No one. No. Trust. No one is good, too. (laughs) But trust, but verify. Oh, yeah. I just, I'm better with trust no one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just have to know. Okay, let me see. What did you say? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like the book Verify because that's really what I do is I don't believe anybody until I look at it myself. Yeah. Like <laughs> one of the things that happened with, because she also mentioned going to St. Jude. St. Jude's is such an awesome hospital it's for well the kids. It's well known. It is very well it's known. very and well And one known. of the things that we were going to do is go there. Yeah. And when I talked to the baby's oncologist, she said that they were in contact with the head person right. from So they were, they were giving them their virtual assessment. Correct. Yeah. So... She gave me the name and I Googled it. <laughs> and of course he is. <laughs> he is who she says he was. And and he did come from St. Jude. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? We could travel because that's going from California. I think, I don't remember where it's at. Is it in Tennessee? That for some reason I have this idea that it's in Tennessee. But you can take I that. I can Google it. it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> but we had considered going down there and I talked to Jess and said, look, go do whatever it is that you need to do but this is what the oncologist says and it sounds like they're following the exact protocol yeah that's right tennessee memphis tennessee good job mom (laughs) well because we were we were gonna make that trip and i shouldn't even say we she was gonna make that trip Mm -hmm. and i was gonna stay here with the baby's brother so i was trying to figure out like what will we have to do like take a you know, plane ride, yeah. you know, how was that going to happen? Is she going to drive up there so that she can have a car up there or how we were going to help? And instead, I started trying to Google all these things to make sure that that was going to be the right decision, give her all the information so she can make the right decision on what she needed to do. So, again, you do what you have to do. It's an awesome hospital. It's just 
sometimes it's you only hear about the the ones that work but sometimes there's some things that you just can't do anything about right and it's aml seems to be very aggressive very aggressive it's awful i'm just mind blown yeah like it's just for a rare disease yeah our two guests have been the same and it's so difficult to talk about so i have to give kudos to chris for being able to come and she talk got about through that. that like a boss she did she did amazing and i wonder sometimes and i'm not trying to say again i'm not trying to push going to a medium but i wonder if the verification from mediums has helped her accept and be like a voice yeah to be able to say you know this is what i'm doing for my daughter instead of like you know, rolling up in a ball, not being able to do anything. Because we've right. seen that too. We've yeah, seen that we with have. parents that we yeah, we have. They have not been able to to move. Yeah. Let alone move forward. Just yeah. not even. Where we even had to go to their house for like a bereavement group because mm-hmm. they weren't going out. They of their weren't house. gonna go. They weren't gonna do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it was just like this is real. This happens. Yes. This happens. Were you even worried? Is she gonna be here the next day? Yeah. And she. She had other children, right. so it's very difficult to think. I mean, we live for our children, I understand. But at the same time, you have other family members also. Because even talking to Steve, it was like when he heard that we were talking about, you know, not letting the baby cross over by herself. He was like, well, what about the rest of the family? What are you, what are you going to do now to the rest yeah. of the family? And, and what was really really poignant that she said is she's like you know they she did her best to balance you know the animosity her kids have of you know paying more attention to Anna the gifts with Anna but then also recognizing that they're trying to give their kids some normalcy I without being in it like that has to be just so challenging yes like we witnessed it you had to take care of uh, the baby's brother, right, and try uh-huh. to give him a sense of normalcy, but then still come home to a immunocompromised kid where you can't really do anything normal because you have to be careful, right? right? So there's so many layers of, and Will having to go to school and bringing home assignments for his sister. Oh my god! No, think about that. I think that he was happy to do it. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. But that's not a normal childhood. It's not normal. You know, it's, it's his normal, but it's yeah, not normal. That's mm-hmm. just so. Like the sacrifices everybody makes in it. That was like when I heard that's what he was doing. I was just like it. It almost brought me to tears right. to think of you know the responsibility that he right. took on and right. trying to make sure that his sister, you know, made sure that she had some kind of normalcy. Twin kept up, sister, yes, and kept up with her grades that yes. way. Yes, so amazing because I see the same thing about the baby. She's so smart. My gosh, she was smart beyond her years. Period. And it sounds like the same thing with Anna. She's bigger than life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I see that with the baby, too. But I, I, I mean, with the that. amount of people that came to she said that came to the services, she was like, right? I don't even she know some of these people. Of people. Like, she touched a lot of people. Yeah. And I know for a fact that that's how I feel about my own children. Though mm-hmm. Each one of my children, I feel like they can change the world. There's going to be something that's going to affect this whole world. My grandchildren, I feel the same way, that they have the capacity to make a difference in this world. Mm -hmm. And listening to her, it sounds like Will is going to. Mm -hmm. It sounds like her youngest Emily is going to. Mm -hmm. And Anna, now with this They have this motivation. They have this inspiration to do so, but at such a cost. Yes. At such a high price. To make a difference, but because... You know, until you go through it, you don't realize that this is life. This is what happens in life. And the people that take that grief and turn it into motivation to help somebody else. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's amazing to be able to to do that. Incredible. Incredible. She was just an amazing lady. I mean, we talked after and we just connected. I just... I'm so glad we connected and I and I'm so excited to see this project come together and uh, I wish the best for her. I wish the best for, you know, that family. And I know they're going to be doing so many great things. They are. They really are. I just feel honored to have known and met them. Well, not known. Well, known through the podcast, but like now we get to know them and stay connected with them. It's amazing, too, that there was the honesty of the the relationship issues, but she still had a very strong 
uh, bond with her husband. And it seemed like that was the, the one thing that, you know, stayed intact and didn't. I think what she had mentioned was like their focus was the same, mm-hmm. right? Their focus was on the kids and getting. And sometimes it, it does take a lot to have to not consider your own feelings, consider your own things, because our goal is the well-being of our kids, right? right? So to set that aside, to be able to do that and do it in sync, I'm sure was a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work, though, all of that. But it is the expectation that there's some kind of normalcy, you know, like we had the life before cancer. Mm -hmm. To expect during Mm -hmm. cancer treatment that the life before cancer even still existed anymore. what is that is yeah i can't even remember i mean that's part of this grief journey is i i again follow all these pages on instagram and i feel like a lot of them hit home some of them more recently being that you were two different people one before you lost the person you loved and second after And I can tell you that the person I was before the baby passed away was somebody completely different. I was still an introvert, but I was able to live freely. I was able, I didn't have this much anxiety. Mm -hmm. So like I was able, I would be open to experiencing new things. Now I'm still an introvert, but I feel like amplified by a thousand. Like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to make friends. Like I don't care. That's not priority for me. Mm -hmm. Priority for me is now my family. Priorities for me is like, you know, telling the people that I love, that I love them, spending time with them every single day, you know? So it just, it, my perspective on life has changed. It's true. It's, it's totally different before cancer than it is during cancer than it is after they pass. Right. And for me, it took a while, but I feel like just this year, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to like care about myself. Because oh, like what my does that look like? I didn't really care like that my hair is turning gray. I used to color my hair all the time. Uh-huh. There was a time period I didn't even get my nails done, and I'm back to. I mean, that came first. I think getting my nails done. Mm. But, you always had your nails done. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't when the baby was battling. sick. Yeah. yeah, when the baby was battling, I took them all off because I didn't want to scratch her. Oh, and then there'd be something happen because of that. So I had my nails really, really short, and I mean. I didn't even get like a manicure. I didn't. Oh, I just, uh-huh. but I always had long oh, nails. Oh, natural. Yeah. <laughs> so we did everything we could, like, but I changed my whole perspective of like what's important. Right. So, and it wasn't me. It right. was her. Right. It was, right. you know, your sister. It wasn't it was my family. relationship. Right. right. It wasn't the relationship. And I think I'm right talking now, my marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think right now I feel like, it's finally coming back to like, we need to start, I need to start taking care of myself and um, making sure that I'm healthy again and um, going got, to the doctors and making sure, you know, everything's working the way it's supposed to. And I got my hair did. Yeah, I like your hair. Thanks. I'll put, I saw the picture that was posted. That was what phenomenal. What a transformation. Yeah. I'll have to put that up too because my girl... She did good. She's kind of she's kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, my hair was nasty. It well, was, how long ago was it though? How long did it take for you to actually get to the point of getting somebody to do it? Because I was doing the same thing, doing some stuff to my hair well, that COVID, I shouldn't have really. Like COVID too is a put a strain on people getting together. Yeah, that's so true. So we weren't able to do that. But I think I think I started getting to a point where it was just it was too much to keep up all the time mm-hmm. and the person we were going to was more like a friend than a hair person and she just lived too far away yeah and so I just kind of got tired of doing the drive mm-hmm. over and over and I was like the amount of money it cost me to do that versus me just doing it myself I mean <laughs> I would always ask her questions I would always get like the intel on how to do it mm-hmm. and so I, I felt like I was comfortable being able to do it on my own at home like you you DIY yeah, but and things you test you, yeah. it and I was comfortable with it and I would always do like a funky color like I was either a purple or a red and then more recently a blue that d- wasn't ever really blue because when I bleached my hair it turned kind of yellow so when I put yellow or blue on top of yellow it would turn kind of turquoisey green. Yeah, I like the color though. <laughs> it wasn't the intended color so <laughs> if you liked it, great. It means it didn't look terrible but it was still something that I was like... I could just do this myself, you know, and especially through COVID when we couldn't get out, I had to do it myself. And 
Um, I mean, I didn't have to. I was on Zoom calls all day. Nobody really cared about my hair, but it was just, you know, it grew out. My husband always likes my hair long, and he says if I can't squeeze my hair with my butt cheeks, it's not long enough. <laughs> so I wasn't really cutting it either, and then I was YouTubing how to cut it. And so, I mean, it was just an experience, and I ended up cutting my husband's hair all the time through COVID. <laughs> More recently, I messed it up. <laughs> don't tell them but yeah so like I've been I was able to finally get my hair done I think I won like a guessing competition and it kind of forced me to go do it but mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it but even then like I didn't feel like I was really caring for myself I had a shitty diet I was sort That's of working out yeah I kind of didn't work I wasn't out. working out at yeah. all why what for for me it was like what for <laughs> but I'm back at trying to figure it out now yeah and it's been six years yeah so i don't know what the going time is for for anybody i'm sure everybody has a different timeline yeah but in the beginning i think i was more concerned about my mental health and yeah. my physical health yeah. and now i think i'm at that point yeah, of like I'm, I, my I, physical health too I, and my appearance i think we've just reached a point where like we've done hmm i don't i don't know how to say this but like the initial trauma of it isn't as like heavy throughout the year. There are mm -hmm. times where it is like, yes, I'm not going to try to deny that. It. Yes. We but still there go are times it. that I, it's, it's less enough or it's little enough where I can try to do other things. Yes. And like how Chris said that will now runs and he can think of his sister when running I think those opportunities for us to still do self-care while also not excluding, you know, our loved one, but including them in those self-care moments right. is mm -hmm. sort of like twofold, right? It, yes. It helps us keep their memory alive. It helps us remember. It's still part of our grieving process, but we're still able to do stuff for ourselves that makes sense yes. for us yes. to feel good, to be healthy, to think straight. I mean, because, you know. You do. do any you of do that have that brain it, so you, yeah. you do have that so yeah it's a process we're right now i can say right now we're in this state who knows what tomorrow's going to bring but right now i i feel like my health is important so good good i feel like your health is important always yeah and i want you to go anywhere <laughs> you don't want me to go where the baby's at I'm selfishly going. no and I think I've said this before. I'm trying to be a nicer person as angry <laughs> as I am because I want to go where she's at. You are. <laughs> I am trying. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny when she said, when Chris was saying, like, give it to me. I'm not that nice. nice? <laughs> I'm not that nice. I'm all, hey, I'm right here with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't with you guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't, I can't even tell you, and I'm sure you don't have to get this out. I don't know how many times I've actually sat there and thinking, what an idiot that I have on the phone. <laughs> but <laughs> now I don't think that way. Now what I see is, I wonder what kind of pain they're in. I wonder what kind of, oh, like, yeah. you know, has been thrown at this person that oh, this yeah. is like the most important thing in the world to them. The most simplest things can take on the most horrendous anger. Mm -hmm. And then when you hear the story, so I'm going to share the story without saying names and I think it's okay. okay. I had a, a female who was, I, and I at know work? that this is true at work. Okay. I had a female who called up and basically was, ba was very angry over the fact that somebody had parked in front of their home. Mm. And, trying to explain to them that the street that's in front of your home is not actually yours. Mm -hmm. It's the, not even the sidewalk is yours. Mm -hmm. It's the lawn, mm -hmm. wherever your property, property starts, yeah. it's not on the street. Mm -hmm. So people parking in front of your home is, you can't arrest somebody for that. You can't talk to them as a police department. You don't send somebody out and say, Hey, you got to move your car because you're parked in front of your neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. Now you do that because you, you know, respect your neighbors or you know you try to it's park a courtesy in front of your own home. it yeah. is a courtesy thing mm -hmm. you don't you know bother you try not to bother the people at least that's how i try to live my own life yeah. right yeah there's certain situations i wish people I thought think, that they didn't couldn't bother the other yeah, neighbors but there's some they bother there's the things fuck you, out of me right? <laughs> 
But there's certain things that you do, but other people don't have that same yeah. idea. But there's yeah. certain things that you do. And I listened to her and she was getting pretty angry. And I told her, you know what? You know, I totally understand. I really do understand how difficult that would be because it bothers me when people park in front of my home. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, there's really not anything that the police department can do. Mm -hmm. But I started like asking her questions, you know, what's going on? Not so much what's going on, but like, is there anything else? Yes. Is there anything else that I can do for you or is there like, are they blocking something that, you know, maybe I can send an officer out if they're blocking your driveway or anything like that. And it comes to be, I tried to speak in a lower tone. I probably shared this story already before. I try to speak in a calming tone instead of as loud as I can get sometimes when people are trying to talk over me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that's what people do. They think that they, if they talk louder to you or they cut you off when you're talking that you're going to listen mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. and it won't make a difference to me. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Same. <laughs> I have volume levels, <laughs> things that I can go, okay, I'll just lower this person down a little bit. Um, but I come to find out that she was battling cancer mm. and parking for another home meant that she had to walk further. Um, so she just wasn't an annoyed neighbor. It she wasn't. had a legitimate reason to ask. Yes. And so What I had suggested is, I mean, I can send an officer to you and maybe if it's the same neighbor, let them know what the problem is. But if you're okay with them sharing that, that's why, because you have some kind of medical issue and would appreciate, you know, being able to park in front of your home instead of having, you know, your driver, you know, driving around waiting for you to come out because normally she needs assistance Mm -hmm, to get into her mm -hmm, car. And mm -hmm. I thought, okay, so now I am empathizing where in the beginning, I'm like, we can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Why are you calling me? (laughs) Right. Then it was like, you know, do you want me to send someone out there to maybe talk to your neighbor because of what's going on? And she said, no. She said, she actually said, you've helped me by just listening. And so what I'm trying to say, though, is I would have just stopped at we can't do anything. I'm sorry. I wish we could help you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And now it's a totally different story for You're me. You're a changed it's, survivor. I want to get to heaven. <laughs> I want to get where the baby's at. So I'm doing my best because I know that's what she's oh doing. Oh, my god! So I'm doing my best to get to wherever she's at. <laughs> Depending on what you believe, if she's a higher soul and that's why she passed away as a child, because one of the beliefs is that they are... A higher level than mm-hmm, we are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really don't understand that part, that yeah. thing. But if she's a higher soul, I got a long ways to go. <laughs> because she she Where passed away so innocently, I right? Know, she passed I away know. with not even having a chance to do anything wrong. I know. Nothing. She did absolutely nothing wrong. Let alone the kids that like Charlie. What the heck is she? You know what I mean? So innocent. There's no yeah. There's no Which explanation brings, for it. So. One of uh, Steve's working partners also had a cancer that started in his kidney. So Mm. um, the baby's cancer was called a Wilms tumor. And I think the Wilms tumor had to do with the fact that the tumor was encased and they had there's a higher probability of being able to get in there and take that tumor out because there's no cells that separate. Mm -hmm. Now, hers wasn't just in case I don't know if it because it had been there for so long because we still think that she had it when she was born Mm -hmm. that there was areas of I think they called it anaplasia or something so basically like open sores where now the cells are able to move from Mm. those those areas so the always fact check this guys right trust (laughs) but verify (laughs) (laughs) so his was not that type of, it wasn't a Wilms tumor. Mm-hmm. It was a cancer that he had that started in his kidney. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we would go visit because, again, it was a really good friend of Steve's. So we would visit. We would visit the family. All he wanted to do was, you know, go out and play golf, which is basically all Steve wants to do, too, is go out and play golf. That's his go-to to do something for himself. Mm-hmm. And what he, sometimes he would talk about, how he felt about getting cancer. And mm-hmm. he would say, like, it's punishment. Yeah. And I would look at him and go, it cannot be a punishment because my baby didn't deserve 
it. She didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And then he would say, you're right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But that helped him also to see it not as a punishment. Mm -hmm. Because as adults, you know, there's always something that you regret. Sure. Maybe. You've lived a life. You have some life experience. Lessons learned. So as a police officer, though, I thought maybe Steve might have some regrets over some things that he's done. And I don't Mm -hmm. know that he's because he I like the way he is. He's uh, (laughs) he tries to. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) He tries to respect people for just being a human being. Mm -hmm. So even if you're the bad guy, even if you're you've just been arrested for a murder, he will still treat you with respect. Now, I'm not trying to say that he doesn't know that you're a piece of shit. Mm. But if you're if you're on the ground and you're hurting, he's going to, you know, pick you up. If he he can see that, you know, something's wrong, he'll say, you know, do you want me to get you some water? Or, you know, he's he's trying to treat human beings as human beings, evil or not, bad or not. He tries to have this innate respect for just being a person. Okay. But do you think there might be times that there that goes out the window when something happens and maybe you regret that that's the only thing that i can think kids, of yeah that's right? the only thing i can think of is yeah. like with with the his friend that maybe there was something and i think in his personal life i think there was some things that he thought well maybe i should have been a better husband a better dad a better yeah. you know, I, I mean you more try time. to rationalize why right. this is why this stuff you. right and yeah. it isn't it can't there's no rationalization that way when it comes right. to kids right because they never even had a chance right i mean i know we all went through it my if i get it i'd be thinking okay well you know i live my life there's something how would you, you know? feel if i got it so that's the other thing too you're you're way too young you're way too young i i feel like i did something wrong to deserve it now twice to mm. lose you know mm-hmm. somebody that i care for so much that's mm. cr- that no I can't. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, how we would survive another person. Like we have had people in our lives that we've crossed, like when we went to that one group where she actually lost two children to cancer. And I'm like, I don't know how you survived that. And now her husband now battling. It's like, what the hell? Cancer just doesn't leave her side. I know. Hi, you. I know. I hope you're listening. But <laughs> we think about we you all the time. obviously yeah. think about you all the time. I can't imagine sort of her thought process and all of this. Because if we're feeling this just for, you know, one baby, she's she's just surrounded by cancer. And yeah. it's just got to be just yeah. horrific. Wow. Um, we Way had... to bring us down, Mom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no matter what, no matter how long it's been, you're going to have moments of like, this is, I can't deal with this. Yeah. And then you're going to have moments like for me, it was today. I felt like I was okay today. Yeah. You didn't cry. I didn't cry you didn't today. Cry with I didn't Chris. cry. I didn't cry with Chris. I didn't cry today. I I don't know what it was, but Mama. I know I know that there's a process for me, and I know when we do first started this project. Do you think this, this was project, like therapeutic and helping? So I I really do think it helps. I think it's helpful in that you don't feel alone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I also feel like some of the things that we went through, I thought it were just specific to us. And yeah. Then you hear it and it's like, you know, quite a few people were going it's through an, the same idea. It's validation. Yes, it is validation. It's community. Uh-huh. It's you're not crazy. Right. Or right, right. maybe we are. We maybe still, we are. We're still It's still, uh, it's still the still yeah. on that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's okay that, you know, for me, I know that that's how I am. I'm going to have days. I'm going to yeah. have months. Yeah. And I think this year it was May through July. I, it's already August. It's, it's, it's already August. August. Yeah. We got it's through August. it. There were some breaks we had to take. Yeah. There was some timeouts. There was life that happened. Yeah. But we're on to the next thing. Like, yeah. this is like the... Maybe it's because it's the downtime for us. It's not so high intensity, high emotion, high everything. Really? However, on the way here, I got emotional listening to music. Music does that to me, too. There's certain things, certain songs. So my iPhone mm-hmm. um, connects automatically yeah. into Steve's car. Yeah. And I drive that car because it's electric. Mm-hmm. Um, because gas is you crazy. Consider the environment, right? Like just gas said. is crazy. <laughs> I think it's the cost of gas. 
Um, but sometimes it just hooks onto my playlist, and right. sometimes my playlist, because my playlist includes a lot of the songs that reminds me of the baby, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just right at that moment, and yeah. of course, there's nothing I can do about it because once I start hearing it, right. <laughs> and there's right. several songs that are you know, meant for loss. Yeah. And specific for loss. Well, I was listening to the memories Maroon 5 that we had Mm -hmm. talked about on one of the previous episodes. And the other one that I really liked. And I got all the lyrics wrong when I had said it. (laughs) (laughs) The other one that I listen to a lot is uh, Dancing in the Sky. Oh, what ones do I listen to? I love the song by Us the Duo. I think it's called No Matter Where You Are. Mm-hmm. That one is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll put a link up to that song. A couple of songs that we've mentioned, we'll, we'll put yeah. up the link. Yeah, they're just... <sighs> could be triggers, but sometimes not. We've talked about that. Yeah, could be triggers. For me, it just just it's just a reminder. Yeah. So, depending on the day. Yeah. If it's in July and I hear it, oh, it'll yeah. just be a reason for yeah. me to fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, wow, the last episode was episodes i should say with chris which is it was so validating it was i can like i connected to a lot of things that she had said i was so sad to hear about her story so sad to hear about her loss and you said it happened so fast and it was it's such a rare thing and she had resources and she had support and still the outcome was what it was so it still surprised me to hear though that she didn't look up, look it up, no matter what, what the I'm reason saying. was. Uh, I it know. Was kinda, that was one thing. But you know what? Again, you have to have, you know, full on trust. And that, there's nothing wrong with Not that. Not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, though. No, it, You no. totally have to trust Because she that didn't regret right. that. No, she didn't. She, didn't, she was glad she didn't no. do that. Because I think with that in particular in children, that cancer, I don't think there's a high cure rate with it but i don't know because they told kelly is that the reason why they told her not to i want to say that because they know they know that the prognosis is not good that's what i think Mm. and that's probably why they said because they didn't tell us that even if they would have said it though i know i would have been in the doctor's office like why are you asking uh me not to as soon as you tell me not to do something i'm I'm gonna go do it because what are you gonna do regulate my internet no as a matter (laughs) of fact what her her oncologist said is anything that you find exactly bring it exactly you you know but i really think that she thought that we had um some kind of medical (laughs) Something or other because we watch Grey's Anatomy, (laughs) bitch. So (laughs) I think it was more like you guys. They had a Wilms tumor case on Grey's Anatomy. I know. Uh huh. I don't know which season. There's a million of them. I know. Can't find it, but yeah, but 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 I'm telling you because it's one of the ones that has the highest cure rate. That's probably why they have it there. Maybe. No, that's probably why, because it's one of the ones, and we just didn't fit in that profile for one of the ones. But I guess that's the the thing of it is, is that this oncologist that she had, she just she she was willing to to try anything. Yeah. And it, again, because she thought maybe we had some kind of <laughs> insight or inside <laughs> fake person it you that, make it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she thought maybe we had something. Yeah. Some access to information, maybe and. I know that they're busier than heck. And if we brought, like I said, anything that we brought up and, you know, she was willing to do. So, yeah. So we appreciate our doctors for that. Yeah. But maybe Chris was told that to spare her some of the heartache that she would find from. Yeah, because she said her own daughter was already knew about it. Yeah. So because she had just been reading about all this stuff. And that's what's amazing to me, too. She she knew about it. She knew what that meant. She told her mom. mom, I I have have cancer. cancer. Oh, my God. Nodes are swollen. I think I have cancer. Now, if I would have told you that, you'd have been like, my daughter's so dramatic. (laughs) Hypochondriac. <laughs> but, but, no. but I would have done the same thing she did, though. You know what? It's probably a cold. Yes. It's probably you fighting something. That's yes. what happens because that does happen. Yes. So just watch, and then you have a stuffy nose right after that. You get a runny nose. You go. See, I told you. COVID. Stop it. <laughs> no, but that's that's just an incredible story. That mm-hmm. that she was cognizant of what cancer was. She was at her age. Mm-hmm. She Amazing. Looked up. 
she probably looked it up herself. Yeah. It's a hard decision to do. Yeah. One or the other. So she decided but not to But I appreciate her. her perspective. I mm-hmm. appreciate her story. Like, you wouldn't believe. Just just another, like, way to... Even I think she said it. Like, we, everybody, their viewpoint is just so different. Yes. So I, I'm so glad she was on here. I hope that... Our listeners have found, you know, a way to connect to her and connect to Anna's Pals. Go again, go find them on social media, go to annaspals.org, go support them. What they're doing is amazing, phenomenal. Mm. We want to see that through. So please go support them. Is a positive twist to the anger that you have. Absolutely. Uh Absolutely. And to turn all that into something positive for other people is profound. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Mom. I think we can wrap this one. Wow. All right. We had a lot to say. We did. <laughs> Chris was just she amazing. She is amazing. amazing. I think Hi, all Chris. the parents. Yeah. All the parents, though. Yeah. Phenomenal. I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel so lucky to meet these people, but under just such terrible circumstances. Yes. I wish it wasn't this way. But if, as an introvert, I'm meeting yes. these amazing people. Mm-hmm. Anybody new that's going through this, though, just understand the journey is hard. The journey is the hardest thing that you've ever had to deal with. And Hang in there. Hang in there. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. So, and I, and I say this as far as, I mean, from the bottom of my heart. Get counseling if you feel like you can't handle this. There's before nothing wrong with doing it. Before it gets too yes, before difficult. it gets too difficult. We want to try to prevent, right. you know, it getting to a point where you're lost, where you can't help yes. yourself. So, you know, if there's any indication that you might need some support, of please seek out support. Get some counseling. Look for somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, know that you're not alone. We're Absolutely here. Absolutely not. And we're a testament to the fact that... It's six years later we survived And this. it's not just us. It's not There's just other us. families yes. that are on here that have shared their stories. And you can do it, too. Right. You can do it, too. And it's not going to be like a quick fix. It's never no. a quick fix. No, no, no. Six years later, you We're hear We're still working the fuck yes. on shit. Yes. There are days we just... <laughs> we suck like at this, too. Yeah. <laughs> we did... The, there are days it's just so overwhelming. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. days like that. Yeah. There, and just know that that's how the process is because there's nothing losing a child there's nothing like that there's nothing to compare it to nothing (sighs) thanks mom always love you love you too (laughs) see you on the next one bye love you kid love you